The WBEN All Local. All Local. Produced by Randy Bushover. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. Brian, off again. And we're looking at some hot weather coming into Western New York. Let's start with the National Weather Service. Meteorologist Kirk Apfel joining me this morning. Hey, Kirk, it looks like a couple of hot days here in Western New York. Uh, yes, we have a couple more hot ones on the way, both today and tomorrow. We're going to look at highs uh, in the upper 80s in the city of Buffalo, uh, which is well above the normal of uh, 72. Just going to say, what should we normally be looking at right now? You know, we're here it is, the 1st of June. Yeah, it's certainly, you know, normal highs in early June are only in the lower 70s, so we are running about uh, 15 degrees above normal. Of course, uh, yesterday was another hot one. Um, if you're curious about when it's going to end, we are going to have a cold front go through Friday night, and that's going to drop things back down to near normal, uh, and it's pretty much going to stay that way through the weekend and into early next week. All right, I think some people will be happy to hear that. Uh, what about the chance of breaking a record, a high-temperature record, today or tomorrow? Well, the, the records are still fairly high, so it's in the, we've got a little ways to go, but we'd have to exceed our um, our forecast by a little bit today. The record high is 92, so we'll probably fall just shy of that, uh, but it is going to be close. And it's been pretty dry, too. When's the next chance of rain around here? I'll tell you, we have a small chance as that front goes through, but it's probably not going to be much of anything for most areas. And if we don't get anything from that, I would just have just kind of a chance of generic chance of showers early next week. But it's very possible we won't get any significant precipitation for the next seven days. So the generally dry pattern will continue. All right, Kirk, thanks for the update. Kirk Apfel joining me from the National Weather Service. Currently in Buffalo, we are looking at 62 degrees right now with a high today around 88 to near 90 in western New York. The city of Buffalo is opening 14 cooling centers today and tomorrow to help people with the heat. In other news, 19-year-old Darius Akbar of Buffalo faces an attempted murder charge. He's accused of dragging a town of Tonawanda police officer during a traffic stop Monday night. He recklessly engaged in conduct that showed a depraved indifference to human life. Obviously, that depraved indifference was knowing that there was a Tonawanda police officer who was hanging on the car for his dear life while he was accelerating down a street. And, you know, to me, that is a depraved indifference to human life, and that is why he was charged accordingly. That's Erie County District Attorney John Flynn. Akbar is also a repeat offender. He has three other pending cases. Two of the three involve stolen vehicles. These are non-qualifying offenses under the bail statute. Even after he pled guilty, he had to be released. Meanwhile, Officer David Piatek of Town of Tonawanda is in stable condition at ECMC. A major win for the debt limit deal on the House floor last night. Yeas are 314, the nays are 117. The bill is passed. A true bipartisan effort with 165 Democrats and 149 Republicans voting yes, delivering almost 100 more votes than needed to pass the deal struck between the president and the House Speaker. In a statement, President Biden salutes the House vote, calling the budget agreement a bipartisan compromise and saying it protects critical programs that millions of hardworking families, students and veterans count on. 
That's Justin Finch in Washington. Nurses from ECMC gathered outside the hospital yesterday, holding signs, marching and chanting as they fight for a fair contract. WBEN's Brayton Wilson has more. After more than eight months at the negotiating table, New York State Nursing Association members from ECMC and Terrace View Long-Term Care are calling on hospital administrators to start negotiating in good faith to address workplace safety concerns and invest in nurse recruitment and retention efforts to ensure safe patient care. Do what's right, ECMC. Workplace safety, retiree health care, adhering to staffing laws, wages that attract and retain. We're not going to leave. We're not going to stop. We're not going to acquiesce. We're going to continue to protect our patients, and we're going to continue to protect each other. That's registered nurse Lana Danisco. Nurses have been waiting for hospital administration to come forward with proposals that shows its staff respect and shows they care about not only the employees, but the patients and population the hospital serves. Nurses like John Batson feel hospital administration has shown a lack of vision both at the bargaining table and on nursing units. In the military, they teach you to lead by example. And one of the things that we've seen here is that the executives here, they don't lead by example. They eat first while the enlisted people or the workers eat last. And that's not the way to lead any organization. It's not right at all. What we're asking for is for them to come to the table with proposals that we can accept and that shows us respect. And we're seeking to ask our leaders to take care of their people and their people to take care of them. John Bartimol currently serves as a health consultant, but once served as the president of the Western New York Healthcare Association, of which ECMC was and is a member. He says you can't blame nurses or any healthcare worker for wanting safer conditions on the job. But on the other hand, he doesn't know of any hospital CEO or board member that doesn't want to provide those safe conditions and a fair contract for staff members. The devil is always in the details, and I think that's where they are now. It's trying to figure out where is that safe middle ground. I think we just saw that with the debt negotiations, the debt ceiling. Like somebody said, what does it mean when both sides don't get everything they want? And they said that's negotiation. So that's where they probably are right now. More on the latest with nursing at ECMC is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. Thank you, Brayton. And we received a statement from ECMC Corporation last night saying officially here they continue to negotiate in good faith, making progress with New York State Nurses Association and recently agreed to introduce a mediator to the process. In other news, Amazon has agreed to pay more than $30 million after being accused of using Alexa and Ring doorbell cameras to collect voice and video data on adults and kids. With Ring, the FTC claims the company lacked basic security protections, allowing employees access to customers' videos and allowing hackers to gain access to more than 55,000 accounts. Amazon claims they never violated the law, saying our devices and services are built to protect customers' privacy and to provide customers with control over their experience. That's Andrea Fuji reporting. As Pride Month begins today, some businesses that have traditionally embraced the month to showcase inclusivity maybe retooling their strategy. Just last week, Target pulling some of its Pride merchandise from its stores after reporting some employees experienced threats from customers. Target's decision inciting outrage from the LGBTQ community and allies, including a designer whose products were pulled. It's completely fine to profit off of us, to stick with the rainbow capitalism and to focus on the pink dollar. But the second it gets hard, if you're going to jump ship, that's a very dangerous thing to tell people. Target reaffirmed its commitment to the queer community following the controversy. Rihanna and Allie with that story. How about this? An Oscar-winning 83-year-old has his next role, Dad, and it's a sequel.
Call him Papa Pacino. No, I'm just getting warmed up. 83-year-old Oscar winner Al Pacino is going to be a dad again. His 29-year-old girlfriend, Nora Fala, is pregnant. It'll be their first child together, Pacino's fourth. The news comes just weeks after Pacino's fellow Godfather series castmate, Robert De Niro, confirmed he was a dad again at 79. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Sunny and hot today with high temperatures in the upper 80s this afternoon. Tonight... Mainly clear, mild overnight lows in the low to mid 60s. Friday, another scorcher with highs near 90 degrees. Partly sunny Saturday, we're in the mid 70s, low 70s on Sunday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Congressman Nick Langworthy is joining us from Washington this morning. Congressman, thank you for the time. Tell us about this vote last night on the debt limit bill. How did you vote? Well, it's great to be back with you, Susan. I voted to support, um, you know, a uh, an end to this uh, the standoff. I think uh, this is not something that anyone was uh, happy to be doing. I wish uh, we had some more uh, spending reforms here, but I think this was, you know, the best deal we were able to to put together. And in, in, in Speaker McCarthy and, and his negotiating team uh, insisted this is where we would go. We passed our own package. Uh, you know, about uh, three weeks ago when, you know, President Biden refused to come to the negotiating table. And we had said from the beginning, they, they said that they could do a deal. We had divided government back in January. Speaker McCarthy, you know, met with the president and then they just went silent. Um, and they were demanding that we have a clean debt ceiling with no spending restraints in place. And that wasn't acceptable to the House Republican Conference. So we passed our own package, which obviously was a much stronger package than we could have ever gotten uh, through the White House or the Senate. But it set the marker in the beginning of this process, and it forced um, the White House to the table because they knew we were serious, that we were going to put guardrails in place. Uh, and if they wanted to get out of this uh, situation, that they had to agree to it. So in the end, we have about $2 trillion in spending reforms um, that, that the Biden administration uh, has to you know, go along with. And I think it's it's the first step towards getting some fiscal sanity back in this country. We've spent far too much money these last two years, but America has to pay its bills. You know, the the the, the most important thing for people to understand about the debt the debt limit uh, conversation. This isn't about spending new money. This is about paying the money that we've already obligated America to. And uh, you know, people's four hundred one k's uh, are are. are folks that are on Social Security and our uh, veterans' pensions, uh, they have to be paid. And uh, we were not going to screw around with that. Default is not an option. And and I think what we did last night is a step in the right direction. And hopefully the Senate acts quickly and move on uh, to the appropriations process. You know, there there was division on this. Not everybody, you know, loved this bill. But in the end, was default just too big of a risk? I, I think that, um, I mean, Susan, I, I think there were always like 30 no votes and then a lot of people watching the board last night. And Once they knew it was going to pass, they, they changed their vote to no just so they could, you know, say that back in their districts. But, you know, that's not the way I operate. And uh, this we weren't going to play games with people's uh, livelihoods. I mean, the, the American stock market, uh, our status is the reserve currency of the world that hangs in the balance. Our enemies are watching. And uh, while I have never thought Janet Yellen has been completely honest and transparent about what exactly the day was that we would default, it is on the horizon. And we have to get this behind us so we can get to work on the long term 
uh, problems, not just the short-term crisis. How can the U.S. stop going to the brink again? I mean, it seems like every time everything goes to the brink before we we can resolve something. Well, I, you know, we, we, we had to use this moment. This was our only moment to get the administration to get serious about putting guardrails in, spend, in, in place on spending. Uh, this, this was the opportunity to bring the president to the table. We successfully did that. Um, it, you know, it was, uh, you know, I, I believe Speaker McCarthy won this, uh, this, this standoff when, you know, Chuck Schumer was kicked out of the negotiating room. And it was time for, you know, the president to, to negotiate directly with the House of Representatives and, and the Republican majority. Uh, but we, 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 have this debt ceiling now that is now into the next uh, past the presidential election. So you won't get the silly season of all the politics. Um, we have to lower spending. We have to, you know, start to balance our budget and pay off our debt. We can't continue this trajectory. Uh, I think that's one of the, the, the biggest issues at hand, but you know, there's far too much politics in the discussion of this. Um, and, and, you know, people have to be, honest and genuine about what we're doing to our kids by indebting this country to the level we are. The debt service alone on our national debt right now in the next 10 years is $10 trillion in credit card interest. That is the legacy right now that our our, our children and our grandchildren are facing. With this being passed, and we're assuming that it will in the Senate as well, what's next on your radar? Well, next, we, have, we haven't passed a single appropriations bill yet. That, that season is just coming upon us. Um, but we, we are also going to continue on uh, in some of the government reform areas and bring you know some more transparency. Uh, we're going to work on uh, what the Reins In Act is, where some of our original priorities in the Limit Save Grow um, plan that we we passed. Uh, so when we come back here next week, uh, we will get right back to work on you know some of the, this conference's priorities on how to make Washington far more accountable uh, to the American people. Uh, because we were sent here to, in, in the, the the American people gave uh, the Republicans a majority in the House to bring balance to uh, Washington. Because you had President Biden, a, a Democratic Senate majority, and and Nancy Pelosi, they were running amok with spending and, and big bloated, you know, uh, government plans. We had four uh, between four and five trillion dollars spent in the course of two years. Uh, it, it is just not a sustainable. Uh, mindset for our government. And we have to, uh, you know, before we are completely enraptured with a presidential election, you know, get some serious, meaningful reform onto the desk of this president, make him make really tough choices. Hey, Nick, you are six months in office today. How are you adjusting to, to Congress? Um, I have uh, certainly welcomed the challenge and, um, you know, having, uh, you know, people probably knew me more from a uh, role as a, a party leader. Um, I have tried to do uh, my very best to, to sink my teeth into as many policy areas as possible while spending time in all seven counties of a district that spans from Clarence to Watkins Glen, uh, all along the southern tier. You know, it, I, um, it, it's an honor of a lifetime to serve. And, uh, you know, we, we want to show that uh, our office is there uh, to help people with, you know, we, our motto in the office, no problem is too big and no problem is too small. So whether it's, you know, helping a, a senior with, the, you know, their problems with Social Security or the Veterans Administration or, you know, helping people get in a, a passport on an emergency basis because the State Department hasn't turned around their application, you know, it's very fulfilling to be able to help people. 
Uh, but we have big picture things that we're also tackling in Washington, and, and I've relished that opportunity. And, and just the people are the absolute best part of it uh, to, to, to get to know and to get to help. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.